So it was a busy week for you in the newsroom, wasn't it, Renee? Indeed, of course. Uh, Federal Budget Week, so it came out on Tuesday night, mm. uh, made for a very busy week in the newsroom. And how do you go with the numbers yourself? Not great. <laughs> That's why I work in communications. I'm not not great with numbers. Uh, what it does mean, though, is we can go to the experts about the numbers. Yes, that's what we can do. That's what we're good at. And uh, the expert we're going to chat to today uh, to find out what's in the budget for the housing market, mm. Paul Ryan, PropTrack Senior Economist. Hey, Paul. Good morning. Now, tell us overall, was this a good budget for the housing market? I think it was. Um, it was a big budget for the housing market, uh, which is which is quite unusual. Um, but that, that recognises just um, how much a lot of people are struggling with housing at the moment across Australia. Okay. And when you say big budget, what does that mean? Unpack that a little bit for us. So it had quite a few measures. So um, a lot of measures, and I think the most the big positives were that the it, it recognised a policy shift away from subsidising demand for people to buy homes, so um, throwing more money at first-term buyers, towards trying to activate the supply side of the economy. So there was more money for financing social and affordable housing through the NHFIC. Uh, there was also changes to the taxation arrangements for build-to-rent housing. Now, build-to-rent housing is where a developer uh, builds uh, a set of apartments and rents them out directly. And, and these are types of um, leases that could be up to three years um, and we think this is an important part of the housing mix going forward. This is a really important um, part of the housing mix overseas, but it's, it's, it's quite a small industry here. And that's been because of these taxation arrangements. So recognising that we need um, other alternative forms of housing to help supply, to keep up with that, that really strong demand across Australia. Yep. The through, other side... Oh, sorry, yeah, keep going. Yep. Is helping, sorry, um, is helping renters, um, and particularly lower-income renters through increases to Commonwealth rent assistance. Okay, wonderful. And um, overall, kind of looking at it, what would you say, I mean, you've rattled off a bunch of stuff there, but what would you say is, is the biggest positive and the biggest negative? So I, th- I think the big positive is um, is starting to talk about supply of housing. I think um, a- anyone who's um, either searching to buy a house now with prices increasing again or, or searching to rent a house um, where there's very few rentals available pretty much anywhere across the country mm. um, will know there's just not a- enough housing to go around. So starting to change that narrative. And I think we need um, full buy-in from both government, developers and communities to unlock supply across the country. Okay, and, and how about the biggest negative? What are people sort of looking at it going, oh, I wasn't quite sure about that, or that's not quite what we're talking about, what we need? I think the budget had a lot of um, good steps in the right direction. Obviously, um, there can always be more uh, done. Um, I'd, I'd really like to see um, the, the new federal government start to talk about um, stamp duty reform to really unlock a lot of underutilised housing across Australia. And the other thing is zoning. I think in a lot of cities, um, zoning is, is really prohibitive of um, you know, up, up zoning um, and using um, land that is really close to services and close to amenities um, a bit better than it currently does. It's really hard to build high-density developments. Uh, just picking up on what you've said something there before, through the month of uh, April, we focused on first-home buyers, and you mentioned that they're looking to move away from throwing money at grants and whatnot. A number of people that we spoke to through that interview series were sort of supportive and positive of having those amounts of money for first home buyers so they could at least have a crack at getting mm. into the market. What's your take on that? Are, are, are they moving away properly from that kind of thinking? No, absolutely not. And there were expansions to um, the 
uh, the the low deposit schemes that are helping first-time buyers in particular get into housing sooner. I think the policies are shifting away from direct subsidies to recognising the biggest burden for first-time buyers at the moment, and that's mostly saving a deposit. So using um, government help to help first-time buyers um, buy homes with smaller deposits, I think is the right move to really target the challenge that most first buyers have. There's a lot of first-time buyers out there who can afford mortgage repayments, but the real struggle yep. is saving mm. that 20% deposit yep. while they're renting. So, 100%. Um, that's the real challenge. Yep. Yep, of okay. course. All right, Paul. Well, thank you so much for giving us all that info this morning. We really appreciate yeah, it. Good insights, mate. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. Thanks so much. Uh, Paul Ryan, Prop Track Senior Economist there, unpacking the federal budget for us.